why. I'm better than you. My eyes are red. I was in the back smoking a joint, but then again, you know it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, your boy Steve Jobber. And it's your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Yes, sir. Man, it's been a jam-packed weekend. I mean, PLE after pay-per-view after pay-per-view after pay-per-view, because they're the only one to call it a PLE. But there's been a lot of events, man. Yeah, it's um, been, a, been a very, very busy weekend. Very busy. People been moving out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we not gonna get to it all. We all know the most important thing is probably Night of Champions, um, because there wasn't many changes for AEW. So I'm gonna hit the first three, and then Duke is gonna take us home with uh, the Night of Champion. Um, so I got a quick little a quick uh, a quick little three pay per view event to run through, mm-hmm. and before I get to that, I just. I just watched the first maybe 15 minutes of Raw. Um, and I just I have a rant really fast that I want to get out. There's gonna be a few rants throughout the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh just PLEs and and rants. Okay. The first one is I've heard this term twice today in wrestling culture for the first time. And if it becomes a thing, I'm gonna lose my mind. What I heard it? somebody say to me today, not not to me, but say, you know, in the wrestling ethos is somewhere, um, that he was listening to a Chris Jericho interview. And he was like, I love the best part about Chris this Chris Jericho interview is that he said um he hates the you deserve it chance. He said, nobody fucking deserves anything. They earned it. And I went in my head, yo, if you earned it, then you deserve it. Correct. I don't see that clear. Con- is it me? And then I'm watching the first like 20 minutes of Raw and AJ goes to Seth. I don't think you deserve it. I think you earned it. Like, AJ, come on. Now. I mean, you the GOAT, right? Mm-hmm. Race of all time. I've said it. I advocate for it. But, AJ, have you never practiced similes before in your life? I mean, not similes, synonyms. I mean, pick up a thesaurus. It's the same thing. You can't deserve something without earning. Correct. I mean, what the f- are you saying? Like, they are the same thing. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Please do not make this wrestling like a wrestling phrase. It doesn't make any sense. You can be tired of the you deserve it chant, but don't start don't start logicking me to death with earned it and deserve it because they're the same thing. We don't chant you deserve it because they don't deserve it. I'm sorry there's so many people out here 
uh, busting their tail. And we feel that everyone that gets a break at this moment deserves it because everyone is working at a high level. But yeah. you got to deal with that. We as the fans get to decide who freaking earned it. So maybe, maybe relax and just let it go. I'm sorry you guys decide to put on classics every night and we decide to acknowledge it. Like, what is the deal, man? Yeah, I'm... So Jericho said that? Yes. I expect better from him. Yes. Is he, is, is he like, maybe a little butthurt because... Well, Jericho he... said that he hates the You Deserve It chant. I don't know if the guy in the comment was saying that if they didn't deserve it, they earned it as his term or as a term Jericho said. So does he hate the you deserve a chance maybe because he never got a you deserve a chance mm. and I, I don't mean to you know take a stab at him because jericho's arguably one of the greatest of all time but arguably one of the greatest yeah now that now that i think about it i can't remember the last time he got a you deserve a chance i don't think he's been over to the point where he's won something and got a you deserve a chance but to your point, yeah, I agree. Maybe with, when he won the AEW title. To your point, though, yeah, Damn. I agree with you that it's the same thing. You work a 40-hour work week, you earn that paycheck. But if you work the hours you work, you deserve to be compensated for it because you earned it. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing. You earned it. Yeah, you earned it. You deserve it. If you earned it, you deserve it. It's the same thing. So just ridiculous. It's the same pig with different lipstick. That's basically what it is. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, now that that rant is out the way, the first event I want to hit, I want to go to NXT first. I was going to pick Impact, but I'm going to go to NXT first. Um, just because less happened. Um, so NXT had NXT Battleground um, over the over the weekend. And there were no really big changes. I mean, the card was amazing. There was a triple threat for the North American title between Gacy, um, Gacy, Wesley, and some third amazing person whose names escapes me. Mm -hmm. But there was that match. There was the crowning of the NXT Women's Champion, which is what I'm going to get to. There was the Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker 2. Um, and they've been building an awesome story. I didn't get Braun Breaker's wolf attire thing. It's I don't think it was pulled off well the first time, but it, it, whatever. Um, the big news is that Tiffany Stratton was crowned NXT Women's Champion. Mm -hmm. Of course, Andy Hartwell had to give that up. And I think it was very expected. I'm even surprised at who they chose to go up against her only because of how fast that she came in and yeah. just kind of rose to that to that spot. I was really kind of surprised I didn't go with Roxy. But it is what it is. I think everybody knew Tiffany Stratton was next up because they weren't ready for Cora Jade to get it. And Roxanne's time was kind of over. It was going to get yeah. stale. It was definitely going to get stale. So they needed change. So, I mean, that's the big news from there. Again, like, I don't need to go through the whole show. We had four of them. 
But that's the big news. That's the only title change or crowning uh, was Tiffany Stratton. And they put on a fantastic match as expected. Everybody down there is functioning at a very high level. And I very much appreciate it. Um, moving on to that, especially the Creed Brothers and the Gallus Boys. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from NXT, we had Impact Under Siege. Uh, where Trinity had her first Impact pay-per-view debut. Um, but it was a it was a it was a Trinity squash, which we, you know, you see coming. Mm-hmm. The big news of the night, because there was no title changes, I believe everyone retained their title. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Steve Macklin. That's the highlight of the night for Impact Under Siege. Steve Macklin and PCO basically um, said they could outdo John Moxley in one swing. <laughs> and oh my goodness, the horror. The mm-hmm. horror. Yeah. I'll say it like this. At one point in the match, just to sum it up for you, Steve Macklin takes a stapler. And yeah. literally makes PCO Frankenstein. And it is the craziest thing and the bloodiest thing I've ever seen. Um, <sighs> so that happened. Oh, yeah. To top it off, after Macklin won, he made Scott Demore put the title on him. And then somehow this night ends with Bully Ray. And Steve Macklin tag him and bag him, putting Scott Demore through a flaming table. What? What? And, and this is why, if you're not watching Impact, what are you doing? You should tune back in and check it out. Oh my gosh! Scott Demore is not as crazy as we thought he was. Scott, Scott Demore is over there being a genius, man. Scott, yeah, man. I've talked to I've talked to a few people. I've talked to the the people in the arcade fam. I've talked to D the Toy Hunter. I've talked to a few people. Keep an eye on Impact man. if you're not, because it's it's definitely worth just checking out the highlights. They're doing big things. Mm-hmm. They're doing big things over there. Scott Demore is over there looking like um. Looking like Jim Cornette in the Never. prime, in the prime of his booking, sir. Oh my goodness, won't won't he do it? And and I'll hit you with the cherry on top. Underdog story of the night for Impact. Guess who's the new number one contender, getting his second championship, world championship title match inside a year. None other than Alex Shelley, the Motor City Machine Gun. Lay it on him. Lay it on him. Let's run it back, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again. Yeah, I saw what you did to PCO. But it's not about horror with this man. Mm-hmm. It's about the technicality. I can rip you apart limb by limb. Mm-hmm. Inside, outside the ring. That's what I do. I pick people apart. Come on, man. But I want to see Alex Shelley become champion. I do too. I want to see it. 
want to see it. You denied this man. And at Impact. the end of the at the at the interview before, he told us, I want to do this full time. That's what I want. I want to come back full. Mm-hmm. What did this man do after being denied? He went on the tag team run of a lifetime. Again, like Jordan. Okay. Act like I never left. Like he never left at the highest level. Okay. Came back, swept the tag division and impact in New Japan. Became at one point holding almost like, yeah, holding the New Japan strong tag titles, holding mm-hmm. the impact tag titles, um, being a major part of the impact in New Japan collaboration paper, uh, pay per view, just going on a tear everywhere that he can with two different tag teams and competing as trios. Mm-hmm. And then after being peak Alex Shelley for the second time in his career, he wins the number one contenders match to get another shot at the Impact World title. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let let this man be champ. It is the underdog story of the year, people. It's the underdog story of the year. Alex Shelley. Okay, tag team supreme. And it's fine. But, but if you know, but if you know, it's not about being a tag team specialist. Not at He's all. He's just an amazing wrestler. Yes, sir. I want to see him shine. All right. Off of impact, we got one more event before we hand it to the big guns. Mm-hmm. AEW double or nothing. And um As for the results changing, it's got a lot of nothing. Uh, but the two things we did get was changes in the women's division, mm-hmm. the overall women's division. And I got to say, man, I'm not exactly enthused. I'm not exactly enthused. I'm not happy. Uh, I'll, I'll say that. That's my rant. That's my rant. Okay, so I'll get to the easy one. The easy one is this. Um, Tony Storm is your new AEW Women's Champion. Is it the payoff we wanted with the Outcast versus Team Britt Baker? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just... I guess it's good for Tony... Right. Uh, my thing is, this is Tony's second run with the belt, right? Yes. How is it that, and Tony's in a faction with Ruby Soho and Soraya, right? Mm-hmm. So my thing is, you have Ruby Soho, Tony Storm and Soraya in a faction together. The three of them. Three of them. The women's NWO. Women's NWO. Clearly, there's two better people in the women's NWO 
than Tony Storm. No knock to Tony Storm. She's very good. But clearly you have two people in the women's NWO that are better than Tony Storm. Mm. How is it that Tony Storm can get a second crack at it when it wasn't that great the first time? Ahead of two people who are clearly better than her. That's my question. Again, no knock to Tony. I mean, Tony's great in the ring. She is. She's an awesome performer. I'm happy for her. But I think there's plenty of other people you could have put in that spot, specifically in her own faction. A faction that I don't even think she's the head of. Technically, she's not the head of that faction, right? Not really. Not really. You know what it is? It's like, um, oh my goodness. It's like, It's like D-Wade joining them. I can't even, I don't want to put D-Wade down. As a matter of fact, I got something for you. It's like, it's like Damian Priest winning the world title for Judgment Day right now in this moment. Clearly, yeah. you know Finn's better. Dom might not be better in the ring, but Dom has a lot more heat behind him and a lot more crowd emphasis on him. You know what it's like? This, 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 this will be my sports analogy. It's like Scottie Pippen winning winning MVP one year. Like you happy for Scotty and all, but there's other people that could have got it. You telling me the other guy wasn't MVP? Is what yeah. I don't I don't think that's right. Uh, so. No, that, that's a perfect matter of fact. Here I got a I, it's like I got a, I got I got a better one. That's for like you. no Scotty's amazing and all, but. I mean... I got a better one for you. Right there. It's like... It's like Steve Nash winning the MVP twice when Kobe was still in the Western Conference and was still <laughs> clearly better. Uh, yes. You, you mean to tell me yeah, Steve Nash... I love Stevie. I love Stevie. Steve I would Nash be so good. happy for Stevie. Like he, but, he averaged the double-double. Don't get me wrong. His, his little 15 and 12 was good, but... I mean, that's my man, right? But... You mean to tell me 27 and 6 ain't better? 15 and 12? I'd rather have the 27 and 6. That's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, but you know, there's there was definitely people that could have won above her. Especially and I mean, her they, they built that story. So I mean, I guess I'm cool with it. The mm. clean slate, right? Clean slate. I'm really trying to commit to the clean slate thing. So I guess it's cool, but I got a rant for the next. Because, okay. yo, yo, Tony, yo, snowman, <laughs> no man, snowman, snowman, yeah, that's yeah, him. That's yo, Tony, <laughs> 500 days, okay, Jade Cardgill, okay, mm -hmm. Storm in the flesh, okay, out there looking like a comic book, sir. Mm -hmm. Like She-Hulk, Jay Cargill, 500 days. Just doing the damn thing. Beats Ty of Valkyrie. Let's pause right there. Beats Ty of Valkyrie. Mm -hmm. For what I believe is the second time. Correct. Let's pause again. Like, pump the flag on the play. 
You telling me we didn't have Taya Falker. At one point, the heart and soul of Impact's women's division. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lucha Royalty. One of the it couples in wrestling. MLW Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. You're telling me we didn't have her for how long? And y'all fed her to Jay Weiss, no real build? Weiss, no real build? You talking before Deanna Peraza, before there was Jordan Grace, there was Taya Valkyrie. And you had to put respect on her name. Mm Mm-hmm. You didn't have her job to Jay twice, no build. You wasted all her potential off rip. Those times. Those times. What is wrong with you? What are you back there, man? This is ridiculous. How are you supposed to keep signing talent? And extending this roster that already don't have no room. How can you afford to keep signing these people and not using them effectively? My man out here ripping lines like he's Tony Hawk. How can you keep affording to do this, Tony? What's going on? Like, like yo, that, man. That, that, that must be the infinite checkbook. You are playing my GM every week and just doing random shit. Scott DeMore is over there laughing at you. Laughing at you. Hunter's over there playing chess while you over here trying to learn how to play checkers. Right, man. What are we doing? What are we doing, man? Jeez. (sighs) All right. But that does it for AEW. How I mourn the loss of Jay being Jay the TBS champion. That I mourn it. Great loss is upon us. But that does it for AEW double enough. You know what? Because you were ranting about AEW, I will. Since I'm normally the bad guy, I will say something good. Mm. And it has nothing to do with a match that happened at the Mm pay-per-view. I'm just going to say some good news. Extend the olive branch to somebody I've talked a lot of smack about before. I've I've, I've said good stuff about him, but... Who are we we running it back on? But I've, I've said some good stuff about him, but I've also said some bad stuff about him in the past, but... It's a good, it's a joyous occasion for somebody, for two people in AEW. So I'm just going to extend the happiest of congratulations to Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti for their announcement at the pay-per-view that they're expecting a child. So I'm going to, I'm going to extend the olive branch, give the little golf clap. Some good news did come from AEW this weekend. So congratulations, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. That's lovely. That's lovely. 
See, I could be a, I could be a face at times. I don't gotta be so so me. Their baby's gonna be like Stacy Keebler reincarnated. <laughs> they are some beautiful people. They are. They're beautiful people. Beautiful um, people. But yeah, now with that being out of the way, it's time to it's time to tackle the afternoon of champions. That's where the big boys play. Afternoon of champions, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Seven matches, bunch of weird shit happened, and we're gonna dive right into it. All right. So the first match we have, which is surprising because I thought this would have happened later. I didn't think this was gonna be the first match on the card. We got Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the World Heavyweight Championship, which now apparently isn't going to carry the lineage of the old World Heavyweight Championship, which we thought it was. I guess it's a last-minute change-up. Oh, now they established a, that. Okay. They established it, yeah. When they put it up on the website, it doesn't include any of the past World Champions. It's its, its own. It's now it's officially thing. its own thing. I respect um, that. I respect that. Because then that makes... Roman's reign more legitimate. Yeah, they literally in the lineage of lineage of WWE have created their own world heavyweight mm-hmm. title aside from the Universal and WWE heavyweight title. Yeah, I dig so it. I'm, I dig so it. it's not it's not a terrible thing. I dig it. Um, but for for me, I don't know if this was the same for you. For me, I don't think this match hit the way I thought it was going to hit. Mm. Just me, per- it wasn't a terrible match. I just expected it to be better considering the two people we had in the ring. And to me, watching the match, high. yeah, but and to me, watching the match back, because I watched it twice, mm. it looked like AJ kind of didn't want to be there. Like he had like no expression, no nothing. Like he was like a blank canvas the entire match, like expression wise. It felt like Seth was the one telling most of the story and AJ was just there so he can tell the story. I don't know if it was booked that way or not, maybe to make AJ seem like the bigger heel, but it it, it felt like it could have hit different and it just didn't. Well, I don't know. See, I'll have to watch it back. I have to watch it back. I mean, but because I mean, their interaction tonight. I mean, yeah, it seems like a one-off. It doesn't seem like they're going to do this again. Um, but I was going to say, I can tell, could, I could, I could speculate to why AJ was probably upset about it. What's up? Because we've seen before that when AJ's really peed off, it tends to show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. But I mean, it tends to show. But um. I could speculate as to why I'm sure calling it a secondary title um, days before the actual match did not help you with management. No, I don't, uh, I don't think it would either. And I'm certainly sure after getting chewed out, you wouldn't want to go do a job you shouldn't be doing in the first place because you're from a whole nother brand. So you already from the jump knew you was putting another guy over behind the eight ball yeah so i mean it is it is what it is but um it's not like he didn't have reasons i thought it could have went better it it wasn't terrible by any means mm. but 
you know, with them two caliber of people, you expect a classic. There's a bar that you expect a classic. And maybe it was just me. Maybe it was the crowd not being in it because I kind of seen that that was a theme with my analysis for a few of these matches. Mm. Um, but it ended kind of how most expected. Seth got the victory. He's the inaugural heavyweight champion. If I'm not mistaken, I believe this is the second or third title he's the inaugural champion for. Um, he's definitely the second because I think he. Oh yeah, no, he was in. He lost he that was one. In three. That, that one to Finn. He yeah, was in yeah. three, but he only won two. Okay, so this is that one to Finn. In retrospect, then maybe they should have gave that one up too. <laughs> in retrospect, I mean, think about you know the then and the now of it all. That oh, that's another. That's another ramp pod. We gotta we gotta circle that. that now. But um yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Seth, inaugural world heavyweight champion. Not complaining. I gave the match a B. Yeah. I was just expecting it to probably, be better. I'll have to go back and watch it. But that if AJ was given that energy, like you said he was, I, I believe that's it's probably a B. Because even mailing it in, AJ can give you a B. But you'll mm-hmm. know. <laughs> This, this is how good you'll, you'll this know. Is, this is how good. This is you'll, how good. You'll AJ. know when you'll know you'll when he's mad. No, you'll know when AJ's peed because he doesn't give you anything less than a great match unless something's going on. Like, just, just go back to those good. AJ just go back to his Styles last is. run and impact. That is how good AJ Styles is. You can only you can only tales. Yeah, you can only tell something's going on if it feels like a B. but the second match jordan like every night okay and then when he shows up just looking like yeah he don't he don't take off the warm-up suit that's crazy man that's crazy he's so good uh but yeah move it on yeah so we got our second match of the card trish stratus versus becky lynch and Again, man, the crowd, I don't know, but in the beginning of the match, it felt like it was kind of dragging. But then it kind of picked up as it went along. It looked like that ring rust was getting shaken off as the match went along. Mm. Um, Not really surprised by the result, but I am kind of surprised at the ending. Very. So for those of you guys who didn't watch it and didn't see anything of what happened, it ended with an interference from none other than Zoe Starks, who was recently drafted from NXT, hitting her finish on Becky and then breaking her nose again. So I don't know what it is with Becky and his nose, but, you know, this Hopefully is... Hopefully it'll launch a career like it did the first time. Yeah, this is like the second time her nose has gotten broken, so... It's a new, it's a new rebirth. We're gonna make some merch Every, off of it's this. Like a, it's like um, it's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. Every time Re- Becky Lynch breaks her nose, you know she's about to get a good run. Yeah. <laughs> give it, give it six weeks, and she'll be the world champion. Um, but yes, um, not really so surprised by the result. Just more the ending. Trish Stratus wound up beating Becky Lynch. Um, this match got a C for me. Listen, man, I think this whole feud up to now is dragging, dragging. Mm-hmm. God, I was so ready for it to be over. But surprising turnaround, I'm happy to say 
while I did not care for the match or the build thus far, mm-hmm. and being totally disinterested in all two of these women and three, because I wasn't very much interested in Zoe Stark. I haven't been up to this point, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but and that's and that's not that I haven't given it a chance. It's just something hasn't connected. Um, for me, because I know that Zoe Stark is one of your girls, and Zoe, even my, even my dad, who's who's been watching wrestling for longer than I've been alive, um, that was somebody he really was interested in too. Zoe, Zoe, I'm not interested in Zoe. Not like that, man. No, uh, I mean like, in, I mean like in general. You were at a point. At one point, you were telling me yo Zoe Stark is pretty good. Was I? Yes. You may not remember because she's was she in a tag team. Or something? Very forgettable. But was she in a tag team. Yeah, at one point, yes. Oh right. Okay, now I get it. Yep, I remember now. Yeah, it's when she was in the tag team. Okay, I was. At one point, you were you were sold on Zoe Stark. So I was like, I I never really got it. I found her very boring and bland. Mm-hmm. Um, something just didn't connect. Like I knew she could go, but everyone can go. That's boring now. Yeah, you got to interest me with the character. Uh, and it just wasn't clicking, but mm-hmm. so I'm un, I was originally uninterested in all three of these women, but due to the ending and realizing, okay, management has decided they're going with Zoe Stark as the muscle to Trish Stratus. Yeah, now I'm into it. Now I'm excited to see where this can go. See, I was a genius at some point. I just didn't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is totally uninteresting. I don't want to see these people fight. Their styles don't mesh well. And just the chemistry isn't always there. And Trish is certainly... She's getting there, but it's still so 90s. Yeah. Her promos. And Becky's just on another level. And it's just hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 very much running laps around. It's like a cringe fest. Yeah, it's like running she, the race. It's very much Becky running laps around her on a microphone. It's like watching AJ Styles and Cena, but nobody's laughing. Like <laughs> at least AJ made it fun. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't interested, but seeing Zoe Stark. Uh, break Becky's nose and establish yeah. herself as the muscle and seeing the picture of Stark next to Trish. It fits. Okay. It does kind of fit. Now I get it. Because up to this point, she's been doing little backstage things and they've been kind of throwaways of her just being obnoxious. Yeah. But now it's like, okay. Let's see where it goes. Now you're not just obnoxious. You feel backed because you're mm-hmm. signed by Trish Stratus. And in return, Stratus gets to get away with not being as good as she was because now you got stuck to back you up. You had my curiosity. Now you have my attention for a little bit. Now I get it. Now I'm into it. Right. So we'll see where that goes. But yeah, yeah. Up to that point, very uninterested. Speaking of something that I was very uninterested in in the beginning, the next match we have on the card for the Intercontinental title, Gunther and Mustafa Ali. And to be honest, up until like the t- 
up until the bell rang, maybe five, maybe three minutes, four minutes after the bell rang, I was uninterested in this match. From the time he won the number one contendership up until about three, four minutes after the bell rung, I was uninterested in this completely. But now this is something WWE is very good at. It's making the underdog seem like he has a chance. Like we still knew he wasn't going to win. Like he, it, he wasn't going to win. You ain't the one. You're not him. It ain't going to happen. Shout but, out to the men to put this match together. But if you can at least make it entertaining and make it seem like you have a chance, then, then it's like, okay, I'm, I don't have to go to the bathroom no more. Let me look. Oh, okay. He's pulling this off. Oh, he pulled that off. Like, okay, you getting this amount of offense and it's not a complete squash like we thought it was going to be. Because there was moments where he, it was like, damn, okay, he's actually hitting these moves. And then he hit his finish at one point, and it's like, oh, okay. But in the end, we all know good things come to an end. The squash came, and it was sad. But what was going to happen? Gunther retains against Mustafa Ali. I'll be honest, leading up into this match and four minutes into the match, this was getting a D. And then the fact that they made it so entertaining for like the last five minutes or so, I'll be nice. I'm taking this up a letter grade and some. I, I'm, I will happily put this in the B minus category. Well, listen, man, Gunther's no slouch, bro. Mm-hmm. He is no slouch. And and quiet is kept. Ali's mm-hmm. no slouch either. No. I, just, I still it's it's fading. It's fading. It's a it's a fading memory. But I remember those days when nobody cared but Ali and Cedric Alexander were putting on the matches of their life mm-hmm. for 205 Live Survival. Yeah. He can go. Quiet is kept. So shout out to the job for doing the job, bro. But you know, um you know what it was for me? Like you said previously, I think it was the build. It was the build. Like, you really had no build for this. They didn't really have any interactions. They didn't do anything. The best interaction from this was Mustafa Ali and Brock, and Brock telling him to get a life. But you know what? I appreciate, I'm learning to appreciate Triple H's cheap plug style of booking. Mm -hmm. Whenever, (laughs) and I don't want to make this seem like that. I don't want to put Hunter in this position. But this is me wildly speculating. Um, you put Ali in there because you know you need that cheap pop. Yeah, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and that's all it was. And so we, as the fans, Triple H, when they not stupid, they know what I'm doing. Yeah, are we really gonna spend weeks building this up? They get it. They already know where this is going. They've predicted the outcome. The best thing we can do with this moment. Because they not stupid, and we know what we're doing, and they know what we're doing, is just give them a good show. Uh-huh. And Triple H is the bomb. He's been doing it since NXT. He knows how to give you a match that you look at and go, oh, I know who's winning that. But you still watch. Because Triple H will make you go, oh, he almost got me there. 
fucking backlash. He almost he, Rhea, oh, Rhea, he almost, Rhea and Zelina. He'll get you to the edge of your seat. And that's all he needs. That's all he needs. Because now you're invested in the matches that Ooh. don't matter. I got a question now. Off the top of your head, is there anybody from England on the roster? Like specifically England, not Ireland, Scotland. Is there somebody specifically on the roster from England? I would have to look, man. The only person I know is from England, like for a, without a shadow of a doubt, is 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 somebody from NXT. So that doesn't count. I don't know that anybody's actually from England on the current. Ooh, roster. ooh, ooh, ooh! The only person that comes to my head really quick is Butch. Butch, okay, Butch is from England. Yeah, Pete Dunn. Yeah, well, they could Easy. do something. They could do something for the brawling brutes. Easy money in the bank. They could do something for the brawling brutes. Because money in the banks in the UK, that's why. But um, mm, that would be an oh, yep that that that's why. But moving on, <laughs> the next match we have, Oscar. God, that moment before Logan Paul pushes Butch off the ladder. Hold on, we not now. Now we can't go past that. Like you ain't just say what you just. You know, we we going to, we going to. Next match on the card, we have Oscar versus Bianca Belair. For the Raw Women's title? The Raw Women's title. Yes. Um, she's on SmackDown, so she's the Raw Women's champion. <laughs> yes. Um, and, I don't know how we're getting around that. Yeah. And you know what? This, it didn't, this didn't do it for me. I wasn't a fan of this match. Don't ask me why. I hope I wasn't the only one, but I wasn't the hugest fan of this match. Um, I really don't have much to say on it. I just felt like it was a mid-match mm. for arguably a mid-title run. Mm. Um, and that's the mm. that's the word I have for it. I mean, it was good in the beginning, but once it started getting stale for me, it started getting stale. It did, and I just, bro, it was it, it got stale. You it tell got me it's, stale. It got stale. It yeah. got stale. But I'm not gonna. I can't. I'm not gonna. Mid, though I can't call it mid. Me myself, I can't. I can't call it mid. I, it, I it know was. It, it is what it, I mean. It it it, 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 stale. it, it established this, but only it was a very she, historic run. But yes. towards the end, it was just. Like oh my god! Like we got right, another let's, one. Let's at least say that it was an historic run, but it it turned it, it got very mid. stale. It got very mid. It got very stale. Okay, okay, so we can say that. Okay, it wasn't mid the whole time. No, but towards the tail end, it's like oh my god, can we just get this over with, or at least make it fresh? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which I believe they're gonna do. I feel a Bianca heel turn. I don't think they're gonna do what they did with John Cena. Exactly, and that that was my saving I, grace. For I think this. Bianca heel is gonna be so much better than Bianca face. You uh, know what? If you guys are watching this or wait. listening to this, cannot go to YouTube. Wait. Go to YouTube. Go to RK Pop's channel. Find the live stream because what Stevie just said, I was literally saying the entire match. Turn her heel. She needs to. She needs to turn heel to be refreshed. But easier it would be like. This match got the same grade. I mean, th this match got a C. Um, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. 
Um, the ending was a little wonky of all the ways you get missed in her eyes. You basically just spit on your hand, rub it across her forehead and go Simba. Mm-hmm. That was the extent of the mist in the face. You rubbed it across her forehead like Rafiki and said Simba. Um, but, you know, we got a new champ out of it. Asuka, congratulations. Um, ending the historic run. Another historic title rank coming to an end. Um, and yeah, for me, it was a C. So I, now I'm kind of just interested to see what they do with Asuka as the champion. I don't know. You're in a, I don't know. See, this is the thing, right? Because they didn't do it right. Let's no. just say it. We all know. They didn't mm-hmm. do it right. They didn't do it right. They didn't do anything right here. Nothing yes, no, right. N- nothing in the match turned out correct. Nothing right. Um, There was nothing right in the build. That part. Coming out and spraying someone with mist every single week is not a story. That part. That's a glitch in your video game. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's so. This was cheap. Y'all mailed this one in. Just do better. Just please do better. Whatever we got to do to put the Raw title on Raw and the SmackDown title on SmackDown, and for things to just be cooperative and solidified stories that are consistent and worthwhile whatever we Mm -hmm. gotta do to get there let's just hurry up and get there because this is this is this is unnecessary i agree because you just wasted again wasted the booking you know first time we get evil oscar and you just waste the booking Mm -hmm. like triple h has never booked evil oscar before like what are we doing (laughs) So hopefully they hurry up and get to whatever they got to do to move on. Mm-hmm. That that that's where I'm at on it, and you know, hopefully, hopefully we get something good out of it. Mm. But you know, in time we shall see. We shall see. The next match we have for the SmackDown Women's Title: Rhea Ripley defending against what many were. I don't even know how to describe it. What many people backstage were hoping we would see as a new, improved, stronger Natalia. Meaner, badder. It's what they were hoping we would see her as. Um, Mm. And in a resounding (laughs) minute and 20 second match. Tarantino twist. Ripley just wins out of no, like not even out of nowhere. Ripley just destroys her for literally Total a minute. Tarantino twist, bro. Like <laughs> she, it was it was to the equivalent of if you've seen the first Avengers movie, mm. to where Loki goes, "I am a god, you dull creature, and I will not be bullied," and then just starts getting slammed and ragged all tossed all over the place, and then Ripley just pins her, stands up, and goes, "Puny god." This is your pillar. This is your woman's evolution of the last 15 years reduced to nothing in 80 seconds. <laughs> that, was, that was that was the bro. that's me trying to hype this matchup. <laughs> and 
that's the best I can do because that's all it was. It was 80 seconds of pure dominating and bullshit at its finest. Two, two, quick, <laughs> two quick things. Yep. First quick thing, Tarantino twist. This ironically had me more invested than Bianca and Oscar. Oh, God. I thought I was getting a new and improved to uh, Natalia. We all did. <laughs> the Tarantino twist not only is she not going to take off as a higher form of Natalia, and not only is she not going on her Dustin Rhodes run, she's jobbing worse than ever before. Like, <laughs> we're going to double down on how much of a loser Natalia is. Ew, as much like, as she claims to be the most winning <laughs> She's the most winningest woman in WWE history. Yes, congratulations. You're also the most losingest person in WWE women's history. We all remember you losing. Like, what is your legacy? Of what is the last? So great. If so, all we can remember is you losing to everyone. So here's a question for the listeners. For the viewers. I mean, even Ivory had a fucking run. I mean, I mean I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I got a question for the listeners, for the viewers, for the regulars, and for the newcomers. In the comments, in the poll, wherever. Can you remember the last time Natalia won something significant? And you uh, cared. And you cared. That's an important part about it. A few. The last time she won something. A title. And you and your heart was like, man, I love that. Be man. real. Be real. Be honest. But and this you stood up and wanted to cheer. Be, be honest. This was for me the F of the night. <laughs> the F of the night. The, this match I got just an picture, F. I just picture um I just picture Timmy Turner's teacher, Parker. <laughs> if that's literally what this was. Um, oh, my but, second thing, my second thing for anybody that watches Rick and Morty. There's a there's a spot in one of the Rick and Morty episodes where Jerry is like just down on his freaking luck. Mm -hmm. and he's been kicked out and divorced and he's in his old house and blah, blah, blah. blah and he's terrible to his kids, whatever. And. <laughs> There are scenes when he's alone and the wind is blowing. And you can just hear really faintly in the wind. That's what that mm -hmm. was. That's what Natalia yeah. versus Rhea Ripley was. Mm -hmm. It was some people getting very excited for Natalia and her getting squashed. And is the three, <laughs> as the ref counts to three, you just hear. Loser. Okay, go. Put on your Ace Ventura. Lahu Zaher. All right, go ahead. Next, we have in one of the triple main events that they had, because this was, I think, main event number two of the three. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. Man. And what everybody was expecting to be just a back and forth ass whooping of a match and yeah, that's that's what it was. It was an ass whooping of a match for sure. It was just ass whooping upon ass whooping upon ass whooping. Um, the cast was utilized. You know, they utilized so many other aspects of the match of the ring. Um, 
went a little bit longer than I expected. I'm not going to lie, but I was very okay with that. Anytime we can get a, you know, beyond eight minute Brock match, I'm here for it. Um, so yeah, the match was pretty solid and it ended with, as we expected, most of us, a Brock Lesnar victory, but not in the sense of a typical Brock Lesnar victory. So we didn't get a pinfall. We didn't get a submission. We got a stoppage. And this leads me to believe that we are getting a third match between Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes. And this will most likely be one of two matches. It'll either be a non-sanctioned match or an I quit match. And that'll be happening most likely at Money in the Bank. And that's where this feud dies. I agree with you with everything up until the Money in the Bank. You think they save it? I believe they are going to SummerSlam. I believe Cody misses Money in the Bank because hmm. of Brock Lesnar. So because Cody gets to miss out on the tournament and Cody gets to miss out on Money in the Bank to guaranteed opportunities that would have felt too easy for Cody. Okay. Via Brock Lesnar. They finish this up at SummerSlam. Something else takes them through the other half of the year. Mm-hmm. So that they can launch Cody for the title to uh, at Mania next year when we're there. You know what? So Cody can win the world title in front of us because we'll be there. I think there's one of two things, if that's the case, that you could do with Cody after SummerSlam. Mm. Either A, because and, and it's two things he hasn't touched on or two people he hasn't feuded with yet. So number one could be A. He does something with Finn and Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, wait. We can't go on SmackDown. Is Cody on no, SmackDown? Cody's... Oh, so yeah, one of two Cody's things. On, Cody's on... Wait, A. No, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, Cody. Yeah, Cody's... Uh... Cody's on Raw. Cody's on Raw. Ah, uh, Judgment Day, SmackDown. So it's got to be... No, Judgment I... Day's Raw. There's SmackDown. Rhea's the SmackDown champ. Yeah, Rhea's the SmackDown Women's Champion. Yeah, because they got to trade titles. They still got to trade the titles? Yes, that's why Bianca's on SmackDown, but is the Raw Women's Champion. This is ridiculous. Okay. That's why, but, yeah, that's why I said uh, they got to hurry up and make so this right. One of two they things has to happen. traded the titles, then they didn't do it. One of two things. Either so, yeah, a, you're right. Him and Finn. Him and Finn. B, because we still got to figure out what the hell's going on with everybody. AJ. Cody and AJ. Cody and AJ. They got to find a way to intertwine them. It's possible. Stranger things have happened. It could be some kind of back. It could be some kind of backstage thing where they talk about you know the Indies and whatnot and how I conquered. That can take them. That can take them to Survivor Series. Yeah, I conquered the. That can be the one brand warfare match. I conquered the Indies when you couldn't hack it. I came to WWE when they said you weren't good enough. How does it feel for me to be the AJ guy to replace could, you? Cody could easily talk up AJ to be a litmus test. 
Mm-hmm. Like maybe he didn't beat Brock because he couldn't cut it or da da da. And to really be the best, you gotta, you know. Yeah. So you and can they make can it build because they, they then they can build AJ up as being the Ric Flair of fucking, you know. Yeah. So one or but two. They things. can also build Cody to be. I personally prefer the Judgment Day route, but I like the Judgment Day route, especially if they add Jordan Devlin. They're mm-hmm. already sneaking the Easter eggs in, man. Yeah. So one one of them two things, but as far as the match itself goes, it's what we expected. They beat each other up. It got messy. Cody didn't quit, tap, submit. So mm-hmm. it's, it's going to lead to an I quit match or a non-sanctioned match somewhere. I really want the I quit match. They've been leaning heavily on the coward thing. I feel yeah. like an I quit match works perfectly for that. Mm-hmm. And I think Cody can utilize some crazy things with that imagination. As to where Brock's just destroy, destroy. Cody's going to mm-hmm. be the, the tactful one and come mm-hmm. up with something intricate. It's going to be Tom and Jerry in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm here for that. And then the main event we have, the bloodline. Mm. Roman oh, Reigns. Real quick, pause, 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 pause. Really quick. Okay. Can I tell you a story? Really okay. quick story, and you get back to that. Okay. So um, Brock has a thing with this guy. You know, mm-hmm. they're not cool. Um, in the middle of them not being cool somewhere backstage Brock finds this guy again and breaks his hand mm-hmm. you know um, just destroys it um, you know his arms useless um, but they fight anyway you know and they put on a really good fight but Brock wins Yep, because the, you know the dude's already taking a big hit so it just makes sense that in this moment, Brock can get the better of this guy because Brock's a monster. Yeah. You know? Um, what story am I telling? David and Goliath? I don't know. Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes, but I'm also telling another story that panels the exact same way. Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker. When Brock fought Biker Taker history lesson, Theo will appreciate this. I'll tag him when I cut this into a, a TikTok or something. Um, back in the day, Brock had a feud with Biker Taker. Oh. backstage, broke his arm, or broke his hand. It was in a cast, and then they went to hell in the yeah, cell. Yeah, okay. And Brock beat him at the death, and they had a fight for their lives, but Brock came out on top. Yeah, okay. The I moment, <laughs> just, just, just history lesson. Yeah, because as soon as he broke his his arm, I went Triple H. You, you, you have studied. You are repeating history right now. I see this from a mile away. You son of a bitch. Um, but yeah, yeah. Let's let's move on. Ooh. Bloodline, bloodline. Hmm. No, because now I want to say now that makes okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you, no, now and it, it, not 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 with this feud, but. When Brock and Taker feuded later down the line, when they signed the contract, that makes sense now. That might be now I see why Undertaker stabbed Brock in the hand with the pen. <laughs> okay. Mm, mm, okay. Mm. It's crazy. You say one thing and another memory triggers. Okay. We're too good at this. All right. So we got the main event, the bloodline. 
featuring Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Mm. Now, this might sound weird what I'm about to say, but when Sami came to the ring, you know, Paul took the mic, he introduced Roman and Solo. And then Mike Rome tried to introduce Kevin Owens and Sammy, and Sammy took the mic. Believe it or not, I actually understood a few words of what Sammy Zayn was saying. So long oh, before, shit. long before we started doing this podcast, short story, you you know this. I worked at a furniture store. Yes, yes. And the furniture store was primarily Arabic people, all Middle Eastern, all different types, but. I understood, I didn't understand everything, but I understood like certain words. So when he said this stuff, when he said stuff like Abibi, or not Abibi, Habibi, Arabe, like he said a few words that I picked up on. I'm like, okay, he's saying something about being in Saudi Arabia. He's saying something about how he loves this so much. He's talking about his friend. I'm like, okay, I can understand some of it. So I appreciate that they let him do that. Mm-hmm. So that was that was really cool to see. And then he came out, you know, in the in the dress wear and whatnot, what they wear, their their robes. I don't know the exact term, but he came out dressed apart. So I was like, that's dope. I love that they let him do that. That's the first time he's ever been allowed there. That was sweet to see. The match itself, you know, storytelling at its finest. You know, they hyping it up. Roman just telling the story. He don't want to start it off. He lets Solo do it. Build the crowd up for about five minutes. Mm-hmm. Man, it's back and forth, back and forth. And the next thing you know, we lose a ref. We lose a ref in the midst of all the madness. And you know what happens. Here comes the cousins trying to save the day. Cousins and big brother come to save the day. Trying to help out the family, do what they do. Super kick after super kick. Then we go for the double super kick and then boom. Right in Solo's face. And then, you know, tribal chief, the head of the table, he sees this. And he is not pleased in the slightest. Talks to the big cousin, talks to Jimmy, mushes him. Then goes the little cousin, goes right to Jay, mushes him, tells him, I didn't want you here. I didn't need you here. We got this. Get out of my rank a second time. Goes to look back at Big Cousin again. Boom. Red Jordan right to the face. Now we're all distraught looking around. Jimmy has to tell his little brother, hey, I'm here for you. You've been the one. Now I got to look after you. I got you. Boom. Second super kick. Now, for me, the the thing that got me out of all this, it wasn't the super, it wasn't the double super kick. It wasn't even the first super kick to Roman. It was the fact that he had to like sit there and tell Jay, no, we don't even worry. I got you. Boom. And then hit the second one. Pushed him out of the way just so he can get the second super kick. Like, you ain't fired his shot. I got you. 
mm-hmm. boom, that I'm doing what you should have did uh-huh. a long time ago. I got you, man. Bam. And you know what? After I'm all, you, I'm gonna tell you that you you finish yours. You finish yours. After all this, a lot of people were saying one thing. They were saying. Oh, Jimmy did it. I can't believe Jimmy was the one to do it. And you know what? Jimmy's still not going to be the one to do it. I think still it's been Jay all along. Because nobody has done it yet except for Jay. Everyone's done it except for Jay. Jay's going to be the one. Yeah. I mean, that's where the story has been this whole time, man. There's other people doing what Jay should have did, taking the shots Jay should have took. And it's just Jay just trying to deal with it, trying to keep everything apart, not facing his fears, man. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you what got me. It wasn't that I got you. What got me was the real acting that came into it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, this whole thing has been a soap opera, right? But the first kick happened. Jay goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? You can't do good. And he gives the speech. Speech is amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Lays the second one on. This is the part that got me. After laying him out the second time, the scream of getting the monkey off his back. Mm-hmm. Like, he finally did it. Yeah, he was holding it in all that time. Like that's acting. Yeah, because in that moment, your character is supposed to let it out. You've been putting the mushes and the put down, and how you came in talking about I ain't nobody's this and da, 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 da. and being against it from the jump. You had to hold all that in, you know. And then the, the whole Sammy thing happens, and you know Sammy right, but you gotta. You know, you holding all this in. Now you get mushed in the face. He just, he just sat through all this, knowing Jay should have done it before him. Yeah, and Jay just won't do it. Mm-hmm. So now I got, like, I can finally let that out. Like now I'm saving this. So I, I do think because Jimmy saved him, it's still gonna be Jay because yeah. it's supposed to be Jay. I like how after the second kick and Roman rolled out the ring, Jimmy slipped up and said, what now, Joe? If you listen back to it, he said, you can hear him call him Joe. I'm like, oh, you're right. You right about that. You're going to call him. You're going to call him by the government right on live said, TV. OK. He said, it's just us now. It's he said, me. what now, Joe? What now? Yo, we out. Oh, OK, you're going to call him by the government. Bounce. OK bounce because in that moment but that's even better character work because in that moment it's supposed to feel real to you because mm-hmm. it, it's supposed to feel real to us it's like he hit the drive-by and then he's like yo we gotta bounce let's go we gotta get out of here we just took our head honcho they're gonna be honest we gotta go mm-hmm. i love every bit of it man i love every bit of it and you know what my grade for this match it, it was the only A. We got an F. We got an A. We got some, we got a few, we got a few different grades throughout this whole pay-per-view. But mm. you know what? That main event, it didn't disappoint. It was kind of what we expected, but it also kind of wasn't what we expected. Mm. And that's, 
that's when you can get the best matches mm-hmm. as a wrestling fan. It's like, okay, I expected this. And they raised the bar. But I didn't really expect that. So it's like you get the best of both worlds still. They raised the bar, man. Um, those are the best. Those seven men have been performing at the highest level. Yes. The highest level for the past two years. I'll say eight. Eight years. No, 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 no. I mean those eight men. Those, oh, those eight, eight, eight people. Yeah. Include. Yeah. The 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 four original bloodline. You got Sammy, mm-hmm. and then you got what? Uh, KO. KO and Paul. Okay, it is seven. Paul. There's okay. seven of them. They're just uh, on another level. On another level. Okay. Yeah. So the seven of them. Yeah. They've been they've been doing great work. And it's great. It's great when you can have more than you know two, three people, four people doing something great. So nice to see. Mm-hmm. But that is my rundown of Afternoon of Champions. You know what? All things considered, the show itself, it was an average show. It was what you expect for a Saudi Arabia show. But the main event, the main event helped. The main event made the pill easier to swallow that it was a Saudi Arabian show because nobody really watches them. Nobody cares for them. And I, that was the same thing going into this. I didn't care for this pay-per-view aside from the main event. And coming out of the pay-per-view, I'm still kind of the same. But there was maybe two two or three things I came out caring about. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, I was, I'm okay with the show. Yeah, man. Um, before we wrap up, I know we don't usually do shout outs on the rundowns, mm-hmm. but if I could give at least, let me see. Um, I'll say if you got shout outs, rattle them off, man. I'm trying to think about how many I want to give. One, two, three, four. All right, I got four. I got a figure four for you. Yo, real quick, figure four. I know we don't usually do these at the end of the rundowns, but um, Doghouse Gaming this is the first time in a while I've been able to go up to Quaker Town. I wasn't able to see you, man, because um, I was running around the flea market, but I'm going to make my trip up there soon because I'm going to be up there more. So, my man, if you're in Quaker Town, Doghouse Gaming for all your retro gaming needs. Um, if you go to the Q Mart, it used to be at the Q Mart, but now it's maybe 15 minutes away from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's tremendous. It's tremendous. And they just, they have everything. Um, and then three shout-outs I want to get out after that because my experience at QMI was fantastic. I want to give a shout-out to um, KH Promotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I met the guy that runs it personally because uh, now he's got a, a shop up in up in Quakertown at the Q Mart. And he's got a bunch of signed memorabilia. He's got uh, all types of stuff. He books people to come and make appearances. Sandman's supposed to be there within the next month. Um, he's got all types of signed stuff, all types of stories. He's 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 actually friends with my other two shout outs. Um, along with being friends with like Heath Slater and just a few of the guys. So we had a great chat for about a half hour. 
on just pure wrestling. And it was awesome. And uh, he gave me a poster um, of a, a Samoan, one of the Samoan promotions that's a little outside of Philly that I got to go visit. So it was just, just off the strength, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Shout out to him. KH Promotions. They're on, um, they're on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, so go check them out. And I want to give a shout out to the other two guys on my list, the last two, the last but not the least. Um, the people that are the uh, 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 the creators of the shirt right here that I'm wearing that I got from Cage Promotions in that store. Mm-hmm. Uh, the International House of God Ghoul, South Philly's finest, uh, Luca Brazzi and Jimmy Conway. Give a shout out to those guys. I still been meaning. I cannot catch a show to see you guys to save my life. I don't know what it is, but I freaking love you guys. Um, yeah, Luca Brazzi, Jimmy Conway, uh, South Philly's finest. They are the epitome of uh, character and just uh, tag team specialists. Mm-hmm. They know how to do it. They know how to put it together. They know how to stay in character. They know how to make it work. They know how to uh, talk. They know how to make it feel real to you, even though you know it's kayfabe. It's I love things that like make you want to believe in the kayfabe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just they do it perfectly, and they've been around forever. They've been around forever. Um, so go check those guys out. South Philly's finest, Jimmy Conway and Luca Brazzi are my last two. That's it. Got it. Well, guys, that concludes the pay-per-view weekend rundown between all of the major promotions. Man, we had a lot to discuss, but we got through it all. We strided through. And you know what? I'm very intrigued to see where the next few weeks take us before these other Mm pay-per-views. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't already, Make sure you check us out on all the podcasting platforms. You got dangerousjobberswebsite.com. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you link up with us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, make sure you click that subscribe button or you hit that notification bell. That way you're up to date on everything that we drop because, man, you ain't going to want to miss out what we got planned for the next few weeks. Believe me when I say that. Mm. But that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in as always. Make sure you guys stay up. Make sure you guys stay blessed. And as always, stay dangerous. dangerous.